0: Welcome to the Bodybuilding Dietitians Podcast. Today, you're joined as always by your hosts, Tiara and Jack. And thank you so much for tuning in to the episode. This is now our 11th episode of the podcast today, which is super exciting. And today is going to be a bit of a different episode. We're not necessarily going to be doing a question and answer per se, we don't have a guest on, but We did just get back from a holiday in Thailand, which was amazing. So we're going to give you a bit of a recap on that and also just a life update because we also just started our first week of uni and yeah. So just updating you on all of that. So I guess to kick it off our holiday in Thailand. So I guess it started off pretty interesting because we almost missed our flights. (laughs) Because that morning I woke up and it was a pretty chilled morning and I checked my emails and I had an email from Singapore Airlines saying, "'Just reminding you of your flight tonight departing for Singapore at 6 p.m.' And it was Thursday and I was like, what the hell, like departing tonight? We're, We're not leaving till tomorrow. And, holy shit, like, because this was the 14th of February and Jack and I didn't think we were leaving till the 15th. So, I called Jack up on the phone. Luckily, it was only like 8.30 or 9 in the morning, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, Jack, holy shit, like, we are not leaving for Thailand tomorrow. We are leaving tonight. And...
1: Jack. You only got that email because I sent it to you. So. Yeah, but
0: dude, you didn't even check it.
1: I know. <laughs> yeah. It's weird how the world works. We would have missed our flights because I didn't even have to send you that email.
0: Yeah, so. holy crap. So thank God because that night, you know, I had PT clients planned. I was supposed to be working. So typical me, I would have been in th- at the UQ gym while my flight to Thailand took off. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, Jack and I ran around for like the next hour frantically packing, but... Luckily, because our flight didn't leave till 6 p.m., so we still had time to make it to the gym and train, which was pretty awesome. And so, yeah, we left on Thursday night. Luckily, made our flight. It was all good and dandy. Uh, flew to Singapore. We had like a six-hour layover in Singapore, which was that was pretty tough. Mm. And what time did we arrive? Like.
1: Yeah, it was around midnight and we did that mainly so we could get to Thailand in the morning So you wouldn't have to because the worst thing is getting to your destination and then having to sleep So yeah,
0: so we took that sacrifice, but where did we end up? We we went to a snooze lounge, didn't we?
1: Yeah, a budget (laughs) snooze lounge.
0: Yeah, so we were just sleeping with a bunch of other random people Um in this snooze lounge in singapore airport
1: and yeah initially we both had a bed, which was nice although not really because the beds weren't great, but I guess there were more seats than beds. But yeah, I, I've slept for probably like half an hour. And then this, um, this nice guy next to me started waking up the whole lounge with his snoring. So. Jesus.
0: Yeah. Was so loud. You moved to the, you moved to the floor, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So, and then I, I tried to take one for the team, you know, cause this dude was, he was, his snoring was really loud. So I got up and like he had this little like luggage trolley next to him, and I slightly gave him a little bump or a little nudge as politely as I could, and I'm like, "Excuse me, like I'm so sorry, but your snoring's waking everyone up." <laughs> and and um, yeah, I tried to do that in the nicest way I could, <laughs> uh, but yeah, he was he was a little bit embarrassed, I guess, and a bit apologetic, and. He did stop snoring for a while, but I think he started snoring again, so Jack and I kind of just tried to move to a different spot, but hey, I tried. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, caught our flight to Thailand, um, straight from the airport, got a uh, car from the airport to the resort. That was the first time I've ever seen, I that was my first time ever in Asia, so driving on like crazy streets where there's no lines and jesus the traffic and all the little motorbikes it's just something i've never experienced before a little bit scary you have to put a lot of faith in your driver
1: (laughs) Mm, better him than you
0: yes thank god it was him driving than me
1: (laughs) yeah and that's why we definitely didn't rent any mopeds while we were there because we both probably would have had to end our bodybuilding careers dude i
0: would have taken one left turn and probably died
1: (laughs) yeah we got to the resort and it was pretty amazing resort right on the beachfront uh, multiple swimming pools tennis courts squash courts mm. even golf jesus and... they
0: had a trapeze there yeah, yeah. it was a just it was just incredible yeah for anyone that's wondering we stayed with club med so they're a group of resorts that have essentially resorts all over the world and it's all inclusive so the great thing is is that you just book a trip and they organize everything for you from flights to food to accommodation to all of your activity it's it's just It's next level. Tira
1: made the most of the unlimited alcohol, that's for sure.
0: Oh really? Was I I drunk the whole time, was I? Okay, so, um, yeah, so I guess the first day, essentially we got there and we went straight to the buffet. Dude, they had the most amazing buffet. Like, they had, like, sections for, like... Each country. Yeah. Or each,
1: yeah, nationality.
0: Mm, so like, Korean, Japanese, Thai, Chinese, it was just next level, so... Damn the buffet was good and um that first night we were so tired. I think in total like traveling We probably got like what like two hours three hours sleep. Yeah, so like we slept that night for like a good ten hours but the next day, we tried out Thai boxing, which was actually really fun. Um, we had this hilarious t- little Thai trainer who loved to get- He
1: probably spoke about six words of English.
0: <laughs> it was, what were the, it was literally like, hoi, 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 like.
1: <laughs> he always used to skip, um, he went from 14 to 16 because he didn't know what the number 15 yeah, was. Yeah,
0: so. that was so funny. <laughs> And um, he loved like what you were kneeing the big boxing pad, and he kept giving you spanks and like yelling out "hoi, hoi, hoi." <laughs> anyway, that that was a really fun experience trying out um, some Thai boxing that day. We also did some archery, you know, like walking around the um, all of the street markets and stuff. Stuff is just so cheap. It was it was amazing, and like going swimming at the beach. Literally, it was just like the pictures. You know, when you see those pictures of. Thailand and the blue water and all the beautiful like wooden boats with the colorful sails It was just like that. It yeah, was... It was,
1: yeah, we were lucky with the weather as well. It didn't even rain once so. Dude,
0: I hardly saw a cloud in the sky. It was like 30 degrees and sunny every single day
1: Yeah, we tried to do something different each day and yeah, we did the boxing on the first day we did um, snorkeling, one of the days we did...
0: Talking about snorkeling, Jack got stung by this badass jellyfish. I'm not sure. He had, like, this huge welt, like, all across his bicep. Mm. It was...
1: Tara loves to make a story out of things. No,
0: but that was... It was extreme, man. It was all over your arm. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Except it was actually just a fo- uh floating in the water. It wasn't actually a jellyfish. Yeah,
0: so. I don't... These things always happen to Jack. He's always the one that gets injured or, like hurt by some sort of animal. And <laughs> I'm just there like
1: saying. least I didn't get bitten by a monkey or something.
0: Yes, that is true. You didn't come back with rabies. Um, but yeah, so, oh, what did we do? Oh, one of the nights at the buffet, we actually did something, um, well, I guess. Typical of us. Yeah, pretty typical of a dietician. <laughs> we took Coke and Coke Zero, right? And neither of us will like one at a time one of us knew which one was coke and which one was coke zero and we got the other one to try it and literally both of us tried the coke zero and we were already like oh i already know which one it was we were seriously fooled we we seriously thought coke zero was the real coca-cola because of
1: the The sweetness Yeah, yeah
0: it was so sweet but I reckon I reckon Coke Zero tastes way better than Coke.
1: Mm, so do I. Yeah. Coke just tastes a lot more watered down than Coke Zero.
0: Yeah, but like, what the? I ha-
1: just hope they didn't make a mistake.
0: Yeah, because Jack drank a bit of Coke Zero. So, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, probably burnt off the sugar anyway. But um, yeah. What the hell's with people then complaining about Coke Zero not tasting good? I reckon. Do you think they're just scared of artificial sweeteners or what?
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot of um, misconception around. Uh, they somehow think the sugar is more healthy than the artificial mm. sweetness but.
0: but yeah we definitely fell for that we definitely thought coke zero was real coke so um okay one of the days we got our first time massage you'll probably hear a lot of people say you know you go to thailand and you can get super cheap massages literally on every street there would have been
1: there would have been probably like in within like a, like ten minutes walk, there probably would have been like fifty or something.
0: There were so many. Every single like second or third shop is a massage shop. But the thing is though, so a Thai massage is like a one hour full body massage, and they were all three hundred baht.
1: Mm, which and is
0: it's around fifteen dollars. Yeah. yeah, one one Australian dollar is around twenty baht or so.
1: And oh, we literally went to like five or six different places and we could not get less than $15. Yeah,
0: so. Legit like cuz we actually only had 50, we only had 500 bots so we didn't we couldn't use the 600 for both of us so I was asking everyone I was like come on we only got we only got 500 like can you please give us a massage like and they were so stubborn Mm. they were so stubborn one time I even went to one shop and I was like um can you give us it for 500 baht and they're like no and then I walked around the corner and I didn't realize it was the same shop And I had this angry Thai woman come out at me and open the door and yell, same shop. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, (laughs) I just want a massage, man. But we did end up getting one. We probably chose the dodgiest little massage place down some alleyway. And um, yeah, we got our first massage. And what I actually realized is that we were both laying on a table and initially I had like this bigger stronger Thai woman and Jack had like this little Thai girl (laughs) and Then at the very end I realized when they like took the towels off our face or like whatever when we flipped over and I saw They must have swapped half halfway through because they must have been like he's too big or like I don't know. Maybe the little girl complained. She couldn't massage Jack or something But yeah, Jack got the big the big Thai woman, but well how was the
1: experience?
0: Yes Did you get a happy ending? um no that's unfortunate (laughs) but um yeah Thai massage was a new experience for sure essentially every day we were just so damn active like we were clocking up over 20,000 steps a day walking around playing so many sports so every day we'd play like we we loved archery they had archery there and they always had like a tournament on which was pretty fun um what was one of the tournaments with the tennis ball?
1: Yeah, basically, you had to hit a tennis ball with an arrow. Mm,
0: and Jack was actually really good at Did You You won, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jack was the winner.
1: It wasn't much competition. But. <laughs> That's
0: not true. There were some... Dude, there were a lot of French people at Club Med, and there were some good people there, I reckon. So
1: it's a French-owned company, didn't you?
0: Oh, no, I didn't know that. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah, probably the highlight for us was probably the, um, going on the Big Buddha Walk.
0: Jesus Christ, was that a mission. Because, mm. like... The, our resort was right next to the hill, and we could actually see the big Buddha right from our, like, the resort, our bedroom, essentially. And it didn't look that far, you know? Like, it was, it was a steep hill, but I kept telling Jack... A hill,
1: it's more... I wouldn't... I would classify maybe a hill, a bit cross between a hill and a mountain.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I now know that it was certainly a mountain. <laughs> but I was telling Jack, I'm like, man, you know, it wouldn't be that tough. You know, we just... We must just hike up it, right? And... So what we actually had to do is we caught a taxi, um, to, uh, like, I don't know, like a five minute taxi drive to the initial walking spot. And then it was just straight freaking incline, like, holy shit. Oh, like over, we walked, I think it was around 12,000 steps or something just to get to the top straight incline. And Flipping hell. And I I actually thought because it was like just this crazy little trail, I was like, wow, maybe the big Buddha isn't busy today, you know, (laughs) because we literally only saw like four other people on this hike and they were coming down. Mm. And I was like, wow, maybe we'll be the only ones there. Little did I realize that when we finally climbed up the mountain, like there was an... On the other side, there was a road and just everyone just got a taxi or a tuk-tuk up there and it was so busy. And to be respectful, women aren't actually allowed to show their legs or like any bare chest or anything. So when I got up there, I had to put like this sarong around my legs, which was really hot as well. But I was wearing some pretty cool hiking gear with a skirt. So... That looked pretty nice. <laughs> but yeah, we um we made it up to the big Buddha, but Jesus Christ that walk. I, I remember you still have g- nightmares. I still have nightmares, man. That just killed me that day. And I remember getting back and I just like I just felt sick. I, I think I got a m- like mini heat stroke and thank God we caught a taxi back down because we could have walked back down, but Jesus that would have been a challenge for sure. Um, okay, so after that, oh, one night, this may be a little bit sad, but because Jack and I aren't the biggest drinkers, we'd actually never tried cocktails before, but the awesome thing about Club Med is, well, I guess if you are an alcohol, not an alcoholic, if you do like alcohol, um, they well, we definitely ha-
1: ate enough food for yes. many people. Yes,
0: we, we ate food for probably um, six families each. <laughs> But the great thing about Club Med um, is that they have bars all over the place, and it's just unlimited alcohol and like and like nice drinks as well. But to try, Jack and I got um, a few cocktails to just try because we never tried them. So what well, we got like an espresso martini, a pina colada. What else did we get?
1: Uh, margarita and yeah.
0: Yeah, they tasted good. Like they like because obviously they're so sweet, you can't even taste the alcohol in them. And the espresso martini was really yummy. But yeah, that was I pretty guess that's fun. that's why people drink them? Yes, I think so. But Jesus, I can't imagine having a few of those and being buzzed on caffeine like and alcohol. That would be Whew, okay. But yeah, essentially, just crazy busy every day. Such a fun trip. Um, walked through the markets, but got myself a coconut bowl, which was I was really happy about. Jack got a bunch of like fake
1: fake T-shirts. Yeah. Yeah,
0: can't go to Thailand without a fake t- uh, Adidas T-shirt or something. But yeah it was just such an epic trip so honestly i couldn't recommend club med enough they would just like they're so nice and they just do everything for you it was such an easy trip we were taken care of so well and god just such good value for money holy flips it was just awesome yeah came back and i guess i didn't realize how much i ate on the trip But I did come back and I weighed myself that first morning and I was 70 kilograms. And before I left, I was hovering around 67 kilograms. So I did put on a good...
1: (laughs) Mm, Tierra ate a lot more than me every day.
0: Dude, I... Oh, the cuisine. It was so good. Like, I don't know. I'd go around the buffet with like a plate and I would just like try a little bit of everything. It was just oh my god, it was next level. No regrets. But yeah, it came back pretty heavy, (laughs) like three kilograms up. But um, since then, honestly, the waist just started to drop off. Like now I'm back to, I weighed myself this morning, I was 68.2. So it's still only like a kilogram up. But yeah, that's just getting back into normal training, normal eating again. So yeah, things are looking good. It was pretty tough because like, I did take 10 days off structured training, and since I started lifting weights, I have never done that before. So coming back this first week, it was pretty frustrating you know, in the gym because I wasn't able to lift some of my normal weights. Most of my weights were down, like my hip thrust is probably down around 10 kilograms, shoulder press is down around 2.5 kilograms. And it's just a bit frustrating because I know what I'm capable of, but it's, kind of annoying when your performance is slightly down but I know I'll be back like even now my performance is already increasing and I'm starting to match some of my previous numbers which is good and it's only been a week of getting back into routine so I know I'll be back but yeah so back now and we are back into uni.
1: Yeah so this was our we've just finished our first week and as always the the first week back's a bit of a shock because yeah. you get you get all the assessment and you you can't you haven't learned anything to start the assessment yet so yeah. you're just sitting there, lots of thinking about all the <sighs> assessment and
0: just overwhelmed like yeah. the first week they call it the introductory week but they're just telling you everything you're gonna do over the next three months and you're like, holy shit like how but like, you know this is our last semester ever and jack even told me at the beginning of this like our first day he's like dude this is our fifth year of uni and mm. i didn't think of it like that like i can't believe we're starting our fifth year but
1: yeah it's almost it's basically like high school uh, again yeah like all of high school year 12.
0: oh my god i can't believe we've been there that long but last semester and man we've done it before i know we can do it again i think if we can do biochemistry. And we can do hospital placement. Crib
1: cycle.
0: I think we can do this. Jesus. Um, Keto
1: diet shuts down the crib cycle.
0: Does it? (laughs) Thank you, Ashley Vines. (laughs) Um, But yeah, this semester, so we've got two pracs. So we've got one prac that we're both doing together at Inspire Health. So that's going to be working with various allied health members, but particularly sports dietitians. And then we both have a separate prac that we're both doing. So I'm doing one with light and easy. And Jack is doing...
1: I'm doing one with uh, church resources, which is they basically um, purchase goods and services for not-for-profit organizations. And I have to like do a survey of their staff members in terms of their nutrition habits. And then basically make some resources for them to, yeah, get them, improve those habits, especially exercise and activity as well as nutrition. So Mm. not really aligned with what I'm interested in, but yeah, it's, we don't really have a choice and it's just another stepping stone. Yeah,
0: just something you got to get done. And then our other two courses, we've got one where essentially we just have to pick a question and write a literature review on a topic. So Jack Mm. and I are thinking about doing one for protein requirements for athletes engaging in hypocaloric diets Mm. and trying to maintain muscle mass yeah
1: fortunately we can pick something that we're a bit more interested in
0: Mm, should be good and there's a lot of research out on that so it should be good doing a literature review and then our last subject we're doing a different subject each i'm doing a counseling subject which i thought would be really beneficial for me and my future career because essentially i'm just learning how to Counsel people talk to people and this is particularly a subject that focuses on counseling individuals with mental health issues So that should be really interesting and beneficial
1: and yeah, I'm doing a uh, public health course Which yeah again, I'm not that interested in but it doesn't have a final exam. So yeah,
0: damn so this first semester that a final yeah. exam so either. this will
1: out of eight so this will be my ninth semester, and yeah, first one ever, which I've never had a final exam in, so...
0: Shit, that's awesome. Wow. Wow, that's exciting. And yeah, so, that's us. I know, frick, it just, this week, I felt so overwhelmed, but I know we can get it done. It's just gonna be a hell of a lot of writing, but to think in three months, we're gonna be all finished, and we'll be graduating as dietitians. so can't frickin' Wait! And yeah, I guess, so we've also got our clients right now. We've got two clients. One is a um, men's physique athlete. The other one, she is competing in female fitness and also sports model. And they are both nine weeks out now from their first show of the season, which is The Rookie. And damn, that's going to be so exciting.
1: Mm. Mm. Yeah, they're both looking great and come a long way. And yeah, we couldn't really ask for... It's always amazing when you get clients who actually... uh, just as dedicated as you are and don't miss any nutrition or training so yeah
0: exactly they're so committed they're so adherent and frick it's just so exciting I love it I love this job so much so keeping up with that and yeah other than that working at UQ Sports um, still doing a lot of personal training work there I've actually had to close off my books now for my clients because I just can't I really can't take on any more work other than my current workload than, than what I'm doing right now. Otherwise, I just think it is gonna be a bit too overwhelming and I might just freak out a little bit. So I just need to um, restrain myself from taking on too much even though that is difficult because I do like to work really hard and feel very productive all the time, but I know I can't overdo it for my own health. Jesus, I need to get enough sleep at night.
1: Thank God you are doing a counseling course though.
0: Thank God. I- you should get
1: a lot of help. From Dude, that. I
0: wish you were doing it because you could help counsel me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think that would happen. Okay.
0: <laughs> but yeah, um, so that's a bit of a roundup on our lives. And we will be back on a weekly basis um, with more interviews and also doing more question and answers, releasing an episode every single week. Sorry we missed the last week, but we were really enjoying our holiday. It was damn nice to just chill out and not do a thing for a week, not have to organize anything. But I guess to end with, we'll just say one thing that we learned this week. So I'll let you go first, because I went first last time.
1: I learned that despite taking all the precautions possible, I took all the shots. All the thingos that were necessary, but I still managed to get bed bugs and get stung by jellyfish.
0: <laughs> Typical Jack. It just—it's like Murphy's law. It's- <laughs>
1: I'm and really- Tara even slept in the same bed, and she didn't get bitten by bed bugs. Yeah, That's- I don't
0: know. <laughs> they must just really like you. It must taste really good. So, mm. <laughs> um, I guess I learned—I learned how to bargain. Um, I've never, you know, I've always kind of accepted a price as it was, but I learned how to bargain and on the Thai streets, you know, if someone told me that a dress was going to cost 400 baht, I'd be a bit sneaky and I'd be like, oh, but the woman down the street, um, she's selling the same dress and it was only 300 baht. And then they-
1: We probably still paid too much for everything. anyway. But But
0: too much is like, what for us, 10 bucks? Yeah.
1: Again, like it's, it's- probably nice in a way to them to yeah they deserve overpay.
0: it yeah but um i did learn how to bargain which was a good which which was good definitely certainly can't do that in australia because yeah.
1: if you try it at woolies we would be able to get
0: <laughs> what for like oh Coles is selling celery for two dollars not 250 <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't think i can bargain at woolies um, i probably get thrown out yeah exactly um don't want to get thrown out of woolies i like that place um but yeah okay <laughs> thanks so much for tuning in guys i know mean, oh, this episode was a little bit different but we thought we should give you guys a bit of a life update tell you what's going on if you enjoyed this episode and if you'd like to support us please take a screenshot post it to your instagram stories tag jack tag myself tag the bodybuilding dietitians And we will catch you next week. See you guys. Bye-bye.